Hello and welcome to episode 114 of Wing Sauce. Wing Sauce and Old City Sports Network are brought to you by Body Check Wellness. Go to www.bodycheckwellness.com. That's B O D Y C H E K wellness.com. Use promo code OCS in all caps for 25% off your hemp derived CBD oils, functional mushroom blends, and edibles for you and your doggos. Hello, gentlemen. Um, Wow. Dustin, did, did, did you get it off your chest with, with the, no, we, we feeling better. <laughs> no, still not feeling better. I'll feel better once the actual call is made. I'm mad yeah, because flight, <clears throat> flight issues for the last, listening. and the worst part is, is like every time I message like yesterday, like, Oh, there's an 89 minute wait time. And then by the time what? I get to, get to the message, like, cause I'm not looking at my phone. I'm like walking through the airport and stuff. So by the time I get to my phone, it's like, Oh, just kidding. You have to resubmit for another 89 minute wait time. And so I'm just like, good Lord, like, are you kidding me right now? So good luck this morning. Yeah. It's been seven minutes, seven minute wait time. So hopefully the call doesn't take too long. Nice. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't take too long. I don't know why the waits are always horrible. It's, like it's funny. It's all in the same day. It, it's all the same day. It's like, Oh, our, our wait times are longer than normal. It's like, no, if they're always longer than normal, these are normal. These are just normal wait times for you and you need to hire more people. Yeah. Right? That's like, like what it is. <laughs> So See, anyway, that's too that's, that's too much really logic in that. That's too much logic yeah. in that comment. So <laughs> right. that's Somebody never gonna happen. Way too like, much. You know, we could save a couple million dollars and <laughs> not have all these extra people working. Right. And just have a bunch <laughs> of pissed off customers. But, but in yeah. the end, they'll probably forget they're pissed off because they'll wait so long. It's fine. Yeah, it's the Comcast Xfinity logic. Oh my god. That's what it is. <laughs> exactly. The, the oh, we're sorry. Logic. Oh, we're sorry. <laughs> but then on top of that, lie to your customers and tell them these are just a little bit longer than normal. Yeah. Times. yeah, that's the best part. Just a smidge. Just a smidge. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, not bad. Just a smidge. Not like bad. two hours. Meanwhile, you're but, missing dinner. Yeah. Your kid's you know birthday. In this, Graduation. In this time, <laughs> we're missing we're missing playoff hockey. Uh if you well, want to wait for that long, that's like mm-hmm. basically an entire game. And there's been a lot of hockey. So today, too. today there is a there is a noon thirty game. I know. A noon thirty. Oh, one thirty. Th- oh, my bad. My bad. I was in Mexico. Central. Yeah. My bad. Isn't that weird? Nice Real little quick, drop though. there. I need to save. I need to save that. Uh, that transition to let people know I was on vacation, Dustin. You like that? Um, uh, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was in Mexico. My time. My bad. My uh, bad. So you hold know, on, real quick. Peasants. Let's just talk about that real quick. So I played the Greg Norman course, uh, which they mm-hmm. played the Mexico Open on three weeks ago, I think. And all I can say is I don't think I ever want to play a course again in Michigan unless it's that nice. I think I was spoiled. Yeah. And it's, it ruined me. Like, honestly, it was, it, I showed you guys pictures, but like the pictures don't even do it justice. Like I, I can't even put it in words. Like, I wish I had like a GoPro and just walked around the whole entire time filming everything. It was just so freaking top. Say again. You said you've been to the top now, yeah, now, yeah. now what? I mean, I mean what do you do? That, that's the crazy part, right? Is like, got to find the nice courses in Michigan. I mean, we have them here. We do. They're we just, do hundred uh, percent. You got to find them. Um, American dunes. That's a super nice one. Yeah. Um, Use the money that you're getting back from Delta to <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh super nice course. Played the Mexico open there. Some guy hit a hole in one. I didn't see Ooh, it though. Nice. Unfortunately, that, drinks. it didn't happen. No, no drinks. I mean, technically drinks were free at the resort, so I guess so. Oh, I'll look at that way. Yeah. Hey, um yeah. this one's this on one's me. You. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh the cool thing is staples get handed out uh Pro V ones with their logo on it. I was like, oh, that's pretty sweet. Mm. Oh, nice. I mean, I lost I lost quite a few of them. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like they're gone, way gone. I have, I, I have, I have, like, I think I have one sleeve left. The problem was I was playing regular stiff clubs, and oh my god, I what was literally hit? 
stiff or extra, extra stiff on my driver. But yeah, I, I was literally like, I'd be turned all the way to the left. And the first, the first time the four caddy saw me do, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, just, just watch, just watch. Like I'm hitting a noodle. <laughs> yeah. I'm hitting a noodle over here. So <laughs> yeah. it's going to shoot freaking all Purpling. the way to the left. Exactly. <laughs> it was so bad guys. I like, and the worst part of the smack and get every single time in the center of the driver. Every single time. It was a perfect hit. Is that my head is just way back here from the speed. And I'm just like, God damn it. So much yeah. side spin. Um, and the greens are way too fast. I could not chip on them. I ended up having to do the bump and run, which was perfect. Do you know what they uh do you know what they were rolling at? About a I think he said about a 10. Yeah. Yeah, super quick. I think I think when the pros were there, it was around a 12-ish. Oh, I bet it's I bet it's at like 13, 14. That's what I was thinking. I, I thought it was because yeah. they everyone's saying um because everyone's asking me, like, usually the greens in Mexico are long because of the heat, but since they played the tour there, they're super short to, to make them roll so fast. Yeah. But yeah, super nice. Saw some iguanas. Um, went jet skiing on the ocean. That was even funner, more fun, I guess. I almost, I'm so sore. Hit some waves going, hit like eight feet in the air. So that was enjoyable. Oh. Didn't, <laughs> only bad thing is I didn't get to watch much hockey because there's only like eight stations on the TV down there, and most of them are in Spanish. <laughs> And no yeah. hockey. You, you didn't want to get the, the Spanish broadcast of ESPN? No. So the, the, the problem was, like, I went to go, Nicole went to go look on Hulu, and hers was location blocked. And I was like, oh, God, I hope mine's not. I got oh, wow. So I could watch hockey and the PGA on my phone, luckily. Um, so I saw a couple, yeah. saw, saw a couple saw a couple of the games, but I didn't really see, like, full length. Um, so I don't really know where you guys wanted to start as far as the series go. Well, I wanted to actually go back. What you got? And, and give some credit. Give some credit to myself. Because... Oh, my God. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, himself. Guys, <laughs> like, I want to thank you. I want to thank absolutely nobody besides me. Whatever kind of. Well, why are you doing that? Connor McDavid um, uh, is the is fastest going, is player. Absolutely off. Yeah, it's a fast. No joke. It's the fastest player in 30 years to reach the 20 point mark in the postseason. Um, currently, the only other players ahead of him, um, as far as like quicker, would have been Wayne twice. Yep, Wayne twice. And then uh, was it Lemieux? Lemieux, and and I think I, I think that was it. I think he was fourth on the list. If uh, I'm pulling it up, so we got Wayne, Wayne, Wayne. Oh, three times. Bossy, Wayne, Wayne Cube. Mm. Uh, no, Bossy. no, Lemieux, Lemieux actually below him. Well, technically oh. tied at nine. Him, Messier, gotcha. Middleton. I don't even know who that is. Who's Barry Pedersen? Must have played in like the 30s. Now, he I played know. in 1983. Yeah. I didn't know if you guys heard of him. I've never heard of him. Mm-mm. All right. What'd you got, Connor? Great guy, though. I hear he's a great guy. <laughs> right. What, 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 what'd you have, Connor? Oh, yeah. So the first round, we, as people know, like we made predictions. We had uh, a bracket challenge that we got a pretty good amount of people that joined us playing. Um, I know Dustin put it a couple times. I put it on Twitter, but he put it on Instagram. Um, so we, you make the whole bracket. And on the first round, you pick the number of games that you think the series is going to end in. <clears throat> I went seven for eight on number games. on the team. No, teams correct. I Which went one were you off of? Minnesota, St. Louis. Oh, that's and I should have right. okay. picked St. Louis, but like I said, I, I thought flurry that. Whole, Me too. Whatever. Yes. But, I, I think we're. Off. I think I think we're all there. Didn't we all pick many? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. we're all there on that same page with with Flurry who's mm-hmm. just gonna step up just like he always does in the postseason. But yeah, and like I, you know, to be completely like transparent, I just maybe I just didn't see enough of uh, those games. St. Louis play. That's that's you where know, I was. Minnesota. Yep. Speaking on St. Louis, honest. we'll get there in a second. I have a point to make. Yeah, and they're never they're never really on like the national stage. Like I'll watch mm-hmm. all of the other 
you know, in Edmonton and Colorado and they weren't making a Boston ton of noise this season. Though. Pittsburgh, Edmonton, like all the, yeah. 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 So like, I never got a really a chance unless the wings were playing them for some reason. Um, so anyway, seven for eight there. And then the number of games I was correct on four out of the eight on the exact number of games. So, um, I thought that was really good and I'm excited. And now I'm <clears throat> track for the next round. So every, all the teams are winning that I need to win. You don't need to pick the number of games, the way the bracket set up for the second round, but, um, well, to be doing, fair, doing pretty well, to be fair, I was on, I was seven to eight for the teams picked. How many were you for the games? Yeah. But yeah. The games. No, that was not, no, that was not, yeah, that was not as I'm say that's harder. No, hundred percent. One hundred percent is harder. One hundred percent. Like honestly, no, honestly, it's so it's it's so like uh, every year I always look at the bracket and when I'm filling it out, I'm always like, man, this is so difficult. But then once I start thinking about it, it's not that hard in the first round. Like usually you can pick out mm-hmm. the teams. There's always that surprise team. Like honestly, I thought sure. I was gonna be fucked on the Rangers. I literally thought I, I was like, damn it, I fucked up on that. Luckily they came through. But usually you can yeah. kind of tell in the first round. It's usually the second and the and, and the final or the uh, conference finals that get kind of iffy as far as who's gonna make it yeah. there. The grit. And and sometimes there's not like crazy. Some we've had conversations with people and like, or I guess I have talking about basketball versus hockey in the playoffs. And and there's been times like this one. Like, the past couple of years has always been pretty big surprises, but this one there hasn't been any crazy surprises. But if you look at the games, like all of them are going into overtime. They're all going to like game seven, basically. Like I I'm fine with the better team winning every time, but it's awesome that they're going to overtime and there's game sevens. So. I mean, I don't really care if there's no like major upset Cinderella runs. I'm like, I just want to watch good hockey. And the playoffs this year has been incredible hockey. So do you know, sorry, I was going to say, do you know who has the most game seven wins currently? Player wise. NHL history or? No, 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 no. In the play, active, actively playing currently, like in the playoffs right now. Um, so is it an older, older person? Oh yeah. He's older. He's older. He's older, and he and he's won a cup. Thornton. Tyler. Um, trying to think of who's left here. Do 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 do. do, do, do. Eastern or Western Conference? Eastern. Stall. Nope. Ryan McDonough. Oh, I would never guess that. Yep. No, so he either. has uh, eight game seven wins, ten game sevens played. Wow. wow. Good for him. Yeah. And so I'm looking at. I'm he's a record. I just found out that uh, NHL records has playoff records. So there's actually some pretty cool records we can bring up um, and, and different stuff that there's that I, I didn't even realize <clears throat> that was on <clears throat> on NHL records. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. I I have a quick um. So well. Actually, I, I wanted to start off with a specific series because I'm worried. Um, Tampa, Florida. Um, if Florida doesn't get going in Tampa today, they're done. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. They, they uh, it's it's been frustrating because I don't think that they've been necessarily playing bad. But uh, Florida, it's yeah, it, it's difficult. It's difficult to to get past the defending champs. Yep. I'm going to say it again, though. I'm going to say it again. They're not going to win a third Stanley Cup. I don't have them picked to win a third Stanley Cup. I have them going for a That's surprising, run. Connor. Because mm-hmm. you, did, you did say earlier in the season that you did, you legitimately – I don't know if you legitimately thought that, but you did mention – Yeah. 
Uh, that was yeah. Odd. They were they were. My, I was on Connor's uh, boat with that. We like, yeah. I, I think unless so, they show us I anything two, otherwise. Yeah, I have two kind of mindsets. One is that definitely would not. I don't think anybody would be surprised if they go out and and I mean maybe like a little like oh wow I'm surprised they won but I'm not like crazy shocked that they won. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I have a like they're built to win. They have the experience and they're playing at a high enough level where I'm like I would not be shocked because of that experience and that depth that they have. Then the other side of me is like. Colorado is just such a good team that if they can get through St. Louis, like St. Louis, it might honestly be the way that they're playing might be their hardest test of the playoffs. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about so, that real quick. Since you brought it up, I, I feel mm-hmm. that. So last night, I'm sure everybody saw the, um, Kadri. Yeah. Kadri Bennington scenario controversy. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. So, uh, I, I had a blues Tyler. Uh, I have a friend named Tyler also, who's a blues fan. Um, we were talking about it last night and he, he mentioned he thought it was a dirty play based on Kadri and Bennington's previous history. And so my Dustin's resp- not saying this tongue in, tongue in cheek, by the way, it's not me. He actually yeah. has another buddy. <laughs> no, yeah. It's not, it's not Tyler, uh, different Tyler. Um, we'll call him TK for the sake of the argument. Um, so <clears throat> I was telling him, I was like, if, if you're looking at just the play breakdown, not any of the history, and that moment, I personally, at that play, don't feel like Kadri was doing something negligent. I think he was charging hard to the puck to get a rebound in front of the crease. Do I think he might have been able to do something a little different as far as movement? Yes. However, it's the playoffs. I'm going to fucking go as fast as I can to that fucking puck and shoot it in the back of the net. At any, at I any, think, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he, I, he put himself in it. It's hard. I don't think it was a dirty play. I don't think it was a bad play. I think there, there really shouldn't have been any call. like you know, taking the the one side of the fan, if you're Colorado or St. Louis, like take all that out. If you're looking at it objectively, a hockey play, I, I see that. Yeah. I see that play all the time. What I don't like what Kadri did is he put himself in a vulnerable position by reaching for, I think he, I think he didn't go hard enough to be in a better spot than the defenseman. The defenseman had a right to that puck being in front of him, but Kadri had a right to the, to try to get to that puck. He reached as as far as he could, and at that point he couldn't. Right when he got, right when he got bumped by the defenseman, he lost all of his his edge control on his skates. He I think he was reaching and trying to slow down and go to the right of Bennington, but when the defenseman I forget who it was he bumped Rosen. him Rosen when he bumped him his edge control because he was reaching he couldn't do anything and he basically had to go straight. So Connor, as you a player, big, has that ever happened to you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons why why Connor uh, just runs the goalie all the time, right? <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things that the coaches tell you why you don't reach is because if you are reaching, you're in a like your head is in a vulnerable position. Your balance you don't is have off. Get, you you don't have any control of your edge work, mm-hmm. and I don't think that Kadri had any control of his edge work at that point. But I do think he say he sees, hey, there's a defenseman here. Bennington's out of the net. If I could poke the puck like there's a chance this is going in. It's basically an empty net at that point. Right. So he's trying to make that play. And right when he gets bumped, he's like, well, shit, now I'm like, I'm reaching. I don't really have control of my skates. And, you know, it was a bang, bang play. I, I, I don't think he was trying to do that intentionally at all because how do you even know what so, would happen? So, so he <clears throat> apparently TK brought up a point that uh, either Kadri or the abs were warned against like, uh, loose play around Bennington as far as like bumping and stuff from the refs. I don't know if that's accurate. I haven't seen any, any reports on that. I mean, if a ref told me like, like what, 
I wouldn't even. I that would go in one ear and out the other. Like, what am I supposed to do? Not go for a loose puck? I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry, ref. No, that's what I'm saying. And so that that was my argument to him. And then I brought up the fact I was like, well, if we're talking about history, I mean, Bennington swinging his fucking hockey stick at Kadri's face isn't isn't yeah. really isn't really a thing. And he's like, well, and his point was, well, was it it was it contact or was it like you know making him flinch? I was like, well. If I'm imagining the moment of some a goalie comes up and swings their fucking stick at my face, I don't know if he's trying to hit me or not. I'm assuming he's trying to yeah, fucking take my head off at that point. Yeah, if and someone so, shoots a gun at my direction and it misses me, I'm not going to be like, whew, like that was just for a scare. Like it doesn't matter what yeah, you're exactly. doing. Like, <laughs> that's that, the intention of like I'm swinging a bat at your face. It, and and he did and he did come back to say you know Bennington is a shit starter, um, but he he doesn't really act on it. I was like, well, the problem is. If you're they're a shit both, starter, hundred percent. But I was like, the problem is if you're a shit starter and then don't act on it, shit like this happens. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah. poor yeah. pitiful me. And it's like, well, no, not poor pitiful you. Like again, you that's why it's annoying when 100%. it's really annoying when goal. Like, hey, don't get me wrong. I love Bennington. I love the mindset. Me too. I love that yeah, a goalie is like has that swag and comes Same. into the league and and kind of takes it over. But I I also as a player hate when goalies do that because they are so protected by the Bingo. refs and they're so protected <clears throat> by their defensemen that they can't, they can't do anything. They're like kickers the and, and yeah. quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, you can't it, touch yeah, them. yeah, exactly. Like they can talk shit. They can do whatever, stand up and, but they have five guys on the ice that are, are right. ready and willing to drop their gloves in front of them that they don't ever have to actually get and, touched. It's like, and, it's like basketball when they push, then the refs come in between. And then they try to like go after him. Like, well, now you have like four guys. You're acting tough because now you have four guys. Well, in front and, of you. And, and here's another thing too, Connor. And I'm sure that this, this probably pissed you off too, uh, as a, as a forward in front of the net, if you're a goalie, you want to try to take as much angle away from that, from that oncoming shot. Right. So you mm-hmm. got to come out of the net, which means you're going to probably protrude your crease. Yeah. And if you're doing that and the forward in front is backing up and there's contact, then that's called goaltender interference. If you're the forward, you're supposed to be in front of the net. I know. I'm. I'm we're seeing some weird so calls speak, and reviews this offseason. Let's yeah, talk about the Connor. Let's talk about the Connor yeah. McDavid uh, callback. Um, I'm sure everyone saw that the Connor McDavid goaltender interference. So if if you're putting the two and two together, <clears throat> if you look at Connor McDavid's goaltender interference call that was actually called in a goal taken back, I thought for, it was garbage. I agree. That's what my point was going to be. If we're yeah. talking about goaltender interference, I figure I, I would say the Kadri instance is more goaltender interference, even though there wasn't a shot made or scored in that instance versus Connor McDavid. Connor was coming in front of the fucking crease, moved out of the way or tried to move out of the way. You know, he moved his leg in that, the opposite direction. That's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He was legitimately trying to move out of the way. It's not like he was trying to do goals interference. So that's right. why it's, 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 it's confusing. I think not only for the fans, uh, but for players, right. You get that weird instance call and you're like, what the fuck? How's that goal to interference? And then you can ram so, the fucking goalie and nothing happens. And, so, and, and this, this is the part that, that Calgary fans don't want to hear. Markstrom didn't know that McDavid lost the puck. So he kept following him. He yeah. kept following him the entire way when the puck was on the other side. So if you look at it full speed, of course, it's going to look like McDavid dragged his leg and Markstrom with him. That's not what happened at all. So yeah, Markstrom I, got I beat think, by Connor's fucking nasty hands. God, and I, I think, and, and Dustin, to go back to what you were saying, on both plays, the Kadri one and McDavid one, there were contact with the defenseman, right? But I think that they're both different in the sense that McDavid did move out of the way or did his best by moving his leg, sweeping his leg to try to get out of the way. Kadri, it was too late. There was nothing that he could have done to probably, you know, like Connor said, your edge work, you have no control over it at that point once you're reaching that far. Mm-hmm. So 
it's you know th- these are the these are the situations where it's not it's such a gray area and there's mm-hmm. no textbook play for it so it's going to piss a lot of people off one way or the other uh with with whatever call they make so uh but yeah i thought that that was a garbage call but how exciting is that series guys i it's living up to everything that i wanted it to live up to be both teams can score at will and i was a little nine six the first first. game yeah i was a little worried that first game when it was three nothing right off the bat and i was like shit i'd stayed up but it wasn't that late at that point but i was like i was like pretty excited to stay up for this whole game uh i ended up staying up for a little bit and then i woke up and saw nine six because it wasn't it wasn't that close for a long time and like the second half of the game just absolutely went went off so i've learned my lesson there that anything could happen especially in that series and the overs are hitting at an incredible rate. So oh, yeah. the yeah. over in that series, basically every game. <laughs> um, so yeah, that series is great. McDavid's on fire. Um, we touched on Tampa, touched on Colorado. Carolina, we, what do you want? What do you got? Oh, yeah, actually, let's, let's finish this before I bring up a different topic. Let's finish the, uh, the brackets. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we didn't touch on Carolina, <clears throat> New York. Did, and, and you guys, who do you guys have in that game? Carolina. Uh, I, I had I had Rangers in seven, I believe. And and you know what? They haven't shown me anything. And no. Capo Caco's garbage, dude. I don't care what anybody else says. He's trash. <laughs> yeah. They're, I, speaking I of who's Rangers not trash, speaking of who's not trash, our rookies, 50 and 57 points in their rookie season. Holy shit. Right. I know. Le- yeah, leading leading that. the league uh for for rookie, rookie Is that good? points. I think there was like 167 total points amongst our rookies. Is that good? Yeah. Uh, you know, I was surprised when you shared that that uh the Delkovich, I don't remember him getting two assists, but good for him. Well, Ned, well Neddy. Yeah. That, that makes up for for the couple the one times goal. That he let in eight. <laughs> makes up for the one goal he had on himself. <laughs> yeah, that's true. True. Yep. Um, plus, yeah, plus so one. that series, that series, honestly, is a little bit more surprising. Than I thought like I, if there's a sweep there, that's going to surprise me. And I, I have to say, I, I said it before and, you know, just like Dustin, when, when he mentioned the Lucas Raymond thing at the beginning of the season, uh, I mentioned anti Ranta is not a goalie that can win you playoff games. He's playing well. I told you, I told you not to count the canes, Tyler. He's, he's playing well. I told so, you not to. You thought Boston was going to fucking come through. Mm-mm. I mean, it did go to seven. And I know it did. You, well, you thought that it was going to be done in five. I did. Well, that's they surprised me. Boston. Yeah. Which you should, you should never count Boston or, or Pittsburgh. And real quick, on Pittsburgh, fucking Crosby has 180 games played in the postseason. Yeah, that's, oh, that's yeah. crazy. He he's, also, he's coming back for three more years. Do you see that? What? Is he really? I think he's... Yeah, I think he's signing for three years. Unless so I, is uh, is Malkin is Malkin signing again? So funny. I don't know. Did you guys see the stuff where they they had uh, they sent Brian uh, Brian Ross or Brian Ross Tang and and Malkin? They were going. I think they're either UFAs. Their contract. They were looking for to re-sign again, and you know GM or the management there basically came back and gave him a it was like a three million dollar something with it was very low. And Crosby, I guess, was not happy. Like, went to leadership and and told him to to bump those numbers up, or he's out. That's kind of a slap so, in the face to offer. Yeah, he, I I think he was in, in the. So don't quote me on the actual I know number. Older. I know no, it was low, I, but still, that's, it was like maybe that's three and a half, crazy. four and a half. So I mean, that's still like five million dollars players. Yeah, right. For guys and that will consistently get sixty points or more. Yeah, and and you know, like it, yeah, of course you're paying for the future and. 
from a player's perspective, I'm kind of in the mindset, like you pay me for the past, but you also pay me a little bit, or like you pay me for the future, but you also pay me for what I, what I did in the best. You. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause a lot of the times they're, they're playing better than their, what their contract is. So their next one, it's almost like they got to make up for what yeah. they've done in the past. So, <laughs> yep. um, but you know, as a, as the team, you don't want to overpay for somebody. So I get both sides of it either way. I just kind of thought that was interesting. So it'll be funny to watch what happens there. Hopefully they, that team falls apart and we don't have to worry about Pittsburgh anymore. Cause I hate them. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not a Pittsburgh fan either. Um, yeah. well, so what, what did you want to move on to Connor? You said after we finish up the oh, brackets, well, I was just curious on what your guys' uh, thoughts were on some of the, the, the coaching stuff that's been happening around the league. Dude. And when you think I haven't heard anything from the wings, this, and I, as Eisenman's fucking operates yeah. under the stealth, dude, he doesn't he, say anything. Yeah. yeah. He, he doesn't but show like, any you, of his cards. Do you guys have any thoughts no. on when that's going to happen? Cause no. I've heard other people like, Oh, we, we got our guy. We're having interviews. They, I saw, um, whatever, uh, it wasn't trots going to Winnipeg. Like yep. he, he, they, that came out. I don't think um, is he is he going to Winnipeg or did no, he, he had no, no, like going to, going to interview yeah yeah, yeah. he had an so, interview with Winnipeg Philly Philly and up. I feel like there was another team maybe so should have been the Wings so to be right well to be fair may though it, that doesn't say it may have been and fucking no one mm-hmm. knows no for sure I know and that's the thing though it's like I I I'd like to pretend like I Connor and sit here and say yeah we're gonna have a coach here in two weeks or you know it's gonna be so and so but I don't fucking know dude eyes are so hard to read like uh, I legitimately have no fucking idea what he's thinking it could be anything. Yeah, no, I I agree. He may he, he may he may appoint himself it. as coach. I don't know. Yep. So, do you guys want to hear something uh, pretty interesting about Steve Eiserman? Um, One of my buddies, his, uh, or actually a mutual friend, Connor, you you know him, um, Dylan Larkin, Matt, no, uh, Matt Matt Latham, his oh, little yeah. brother, uh, caddies at the same country club that Steve Eiserman plays golf at, and and um. Oh, do you remember Latham's little brother's name? I I don't know. Um, you go Latham. on. I do. But, but. E- either way. So anyway, Iserman requests uh, Latham's brother every single time because he's the only one that doesn't ask him questions about being GM or talk to him about like no hockey or anything. So yeah, you're really not supposed to as a caddy. So that's good. Good for him. Oh yeah. So he he keeps his mouth shut and um and it's funny because like he'll go out there like golfing with his wife or whatever and. He'll like talk to her for a little bit, tee off, and then immediately right back on the phone, just working, constantly Steven, working. Way, is his yeah. name Stephen? Okay, Stephen Latham. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, isn't awesome. that funny though? He requests yeah. Stephen every single time. No, it's because yeah. it, it, it. So our caddy we had, he actually did some um, driving for the tour players, and I was we were asking, like, hey, did you like you know, did you get many pictures or anything like that? He's like, no, this you can't. That's not. Yeah, that's not a thing. You don't you don't get pictures while you're working. That's not you, you don't even no, ask no. for that shit. Like that's super. No, caddies are supposed to be like the uh, uh, fly in the wall, almost like um, you, you hear everything. You can't really say anything. You don't ask for you. You, you speak when you're spoken to type thing. Yeah. Um, Unless like, you're like you're, legitimate, like tour caddy within like it's your like player, essentially. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel well, like they the thing up. is like, hey, where should I? And but uh, part of it is like I'm playing the country club here and there's like caddy like i i know my country club as well as somebody that could caddy for me would you know like Do you I have to play the caddy place you know no no no. i'm just saying like oh. if there's like caddy events here like there's not going to be like there's an event here and we can provide caddies to well, they play there's like an lpga event here mm-hmm. um at at our club and they'll have potentially some people that are members be their caddy if they don't have their own caddy to come with them for this event because we know, hey, you're going to be 
like aim for the right side. Like they played rounds the days before, just like any tour player does, but they don't, you can't remember every single word, every single blade of grass is if there's a bunch yeah. on the left side back, you don't, you want to be short. You don't want to be deep. Like all right. types. Cause of you've things. played that course so many times. It's like, all right, all right, I know where to hit the ball. Like, right. So I'm thinking in Eiserman's case, like he doesn't need, he needs somebody to be in the bag. Like yeah, hand, hand him a club. It. Yeah. Hand him a club. Yeah. Exactly. Wipe my club off, wipe my ball off. Yeah. Um, I did want to bring up too that uh, I was curious. So that the stars goal is Ottinger. Yeah. Rookie. Yep. So Jake he Ottinger. was, he was drafted in the first round. Right. I think I, I don't know when he was, I think he was a first round draft pick. I need to look that up. He was, so, I'll, I'll, I'll look that up right now. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, that, I mean, that's one of those things, Dustin, that I know Tyler was saying, like, who who comes in the league, who can stand on his head? Ottinger was at the talk of the playoffs in the first round as far as 26 overall, 26 overall. I mean, could that does that sway your opinion at all with? Uh, oh, we picked up Costa at fucking like eight or something. Right. I mean, he was picked up. I'm oh, talking. Uh, uh, well, yeah, but, but, but okay. Was, uh, Thank you, Tyler. 15. And that was your second pick, right? At that point. No, that was the first overall pick. No, 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 it, no, 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 second pick. He's, he's saying no, it doesn't change his opinion. No, it doesn't oh, change no, no. Opinion. Okay, yeah, that was their second that was their second pick. But this I think the stars didn't have any other pick. That that was their absolute first pick. So I'm just saying if you could find a goalie and he pans out, I think the stars pick were or people were probably not super happy. And now they're like, thank God, if you if you can find a goalie for the next well, correct me if I'm wrong, years. Vasileski was uh a Tampa dra- a Trampa draft, right? Yeah, he's yeah, he's a homegrown pick from Tampa. Yeah, which I thought wasn't so, it wasn't Eisenman on that pick. Yeah, that, yep. so and, yeah. and so that that's the only tight. That's the only thing that I'm kind of like okay. Yeah, Eisenman's uh, drafted a goalie in the past and it's panned out. So yeah. I, I feel like he knows or at least has an idea of what he's looking for. And I just pretty similar if you yeah. if you look at Gosa. I don't I haven't watched him play other than like the highlights and stuff. But as far as body, they're both huge goalies and they I have just don't like drafting goalies. Athletic ability. No, I agree. I just was curious on it's a it's a gamble. It's always a, a gamble. It's, it's I, like I the biggest gamble you can. Point. It's the biggest gamble you can do. Literally, because if, goalies if are so. Pick, if that I, was their I, only pick yeah. in the first round, I'd be hundred percent. Yes, I agree. So I agree. So yeah. Every player is going to be a gamble because, like, look, look what happened with uh, like that Nail Yakupov guy. Wait, right? time out. Tarho Rossi signing for two years—that was surprising. Anybody else? Um, yeah, I, I mean, yes but no. he signed I, with the organization, so I feel I, I, sorry, no, I, Connor. I, no, I know. Uh, so he—he's going to be probably bouncing between Detroit it, and Grand Rapids. It was just still surprising for me because that means I, that, that means Eiserman either still has an idea for him in the organization at some point. Like he, he, he thinks mm-hmm. there's something there that he can get out of him, either to, to get him to the next spot or he's going to use him as a, as a trade piece. Well, I think he mentioned that, him in the, in the end yeah. of the year press conference. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he mentioned him in a, in a few others, how it sounded like. So I was surprised, but when I heard his press conference and he talked about how like they need to have those conversations, like, you know, how Eisenman is, but if you read between the lines, it looked like he was going to resign and kind of had a plan for him. Could it be somebody that they they move up and down and can bring up for uh, like a possible trade at some point? Like, hey, get enough NHL experience. We have you on a uh, two year deal now, so this year you could trade him and he could be tied up for with the next team for over a year. So it's not just a, a three month kind of um, trade. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that Eisman probably has planned that for trade packages, and you have all these different draft picks now and all that stuff. So who knows? It's a it's a low risk, low money move for them. Yeah. 
Um, and they got money to work with right now too. So I'm waiting for a big <laughs> A little bit. That dude, Connor, I'm in the same boat you are. I I, I want to see something. Um, and, and, and I don't want to say this, but I don't want to see a big resigning of a current player. I want a new player coming into the organization. I'm not saying spend a shit ton of money, but I want someone that's going right. to be an impact player. I want that we're impact player to, coming in. We're getting we're getting to the stage of the rebuild where I think that mm-hmm. it's it's now potentially worth making a big splash. Where I think a year or two ago, it's like, well, why would we bring a guy in when we're going to lose anyway? We're getting in the next year or two waiting for somebody down. to be like, come in and be like, yeah, this makes sense because he's going to be here for three years during this like awesome run. Go ahead, Tyler. What happens with Zadina? Uh, great question. What do you, I guess are you, in what, what are you talking about player wise or like money wise contractually? Is he coming back? Yeah. Um, honestly, it hasn't really been top of mind for me. He, I could take a leave. If, if I can see him for a smaller amount, like he's a player that I liked watching. If thought he got better last year, to be honest, from where he has been, I thought this was mm-hmm. one of his better years as far as like progression. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, he's still a player that, I mean, he's going to be a skill guy. I don't really want to put him on the third and fourth line because that's not where he's going to be, you know, so so do you think he's actually a top six forward on an NHL team, Connor? No, I don't right now, but I think that he's got like, you know, potentially if he can transition in this game a little bit, I think he could be a solid third line player. Yes. Um, that's a that's an interesting one for me tyler because when i look at it i can see him going back overseas and playing hockey to be honest um i just he's a good player i like him um i just i I didn't see as much growth as i'd like to see from him this season um i wanted to see him kind of break out a little bit more and make his spot kind of you know on that third fourth line for the wings but i don't feel like he really he really did that. So that's, that's my, yeah, I mean, of... did we get only, only 10 goals for somebody that he, he might shoot the puck more than anybody I've ever seen shoot the puck. <laughs> like yeah. He's oh, he's always on that right side. I think he's on the right side. Was he, he's left-handed. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. left-handed. He's always on the right side of the power play teeing up on that, like top of the circle shoots every single time. And I'm sorry, you're not Ovechkin. You're not Stamkos. You're not Crosby. And like, I love that you shoot the puck and everything. But when it's not working, look look to make a move. I mean, he had 10 goals, 14 assists for 24 points, and he played almost every like – he had 74 games played. Yeah, That's, that's just not going to get it done when you're a skilled guy and not – he's, what, number six overall. So and That's what I'm saying. It's like for me, it's like it's either he needs to step up that next level or we just need a, to just to move on. Um, I can see signing a, a, a an organizational deal for like two years maybe, um, just more or less – or maybe even one year, just like, Hey, you got one year fucking come out and play or get out of here. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, he's a piece that where he can eat up minutes and he can get a point here and there. He's averaging like uh, a point every three games. That's yeah. Not terrible. He's, not, he's averaging six, yeah, not but for six overall time. though. You'd expect more. For sure. Last, 100%. last year he was, he was averaging 14 minutes of ice time. So with a guy like, like that under a new coach, do you think that Iserman, could like sign him to another possible like bridge deal so, under, a, mm-hmm. under a new coach to see how he, how he progresses and if not ship him out. And that's why I was saying I can see a one or two year deal, Tyler, just because the fact that we're getting a new coach. And so that gives those players opportunities to prove that it may yeah. have been a coaching issue and less on them. Um, because like yeah. we've said, once you move players to different, different places, a different scenery, they can perform better just depending on what I, mean, I want to just be mm-hmm. conscious too. He's still, he's still 20, what? 23 turning 23. 
so or 23 already. I mean, he's he's a young guy. This is no by no means. Yeah, he, his, he will. Like, he'll be 23 prime. next season. Okay. Yeah, so he's not like in his prime yet. He's learning the league. He's but it feels like he's been. It's not Michael Bunting at 26. <laughs> yeah, you're seeing, but you're seeing other rookies come in and make a huge impact that are like top 10 draft picks, and we saw that firsthand for ourselves. So we're kind of like, what? Can you do that, please? Like your number six overall pick. I think you want more. But yeah, that's a good point. I think with the new coach coming in, maybe somebody that is, I think it's going to be somebody that has a lot of experience, like a trots. I would, I would love that. Um, who maybe just has a different style of playing um, and can help some of the younger guys through progression just from his experience as a coach, but who knows? So yeah, I can definitely see that coming back now that you talk a little bit more about that, maybe a year or two, and then he'll be 25 coming in and, and then the, you make a decision at that point when and you're hopefully in a really good spot from a team the, perspective. The reason I brought it up is because realistically, we knew everyone knew that this at the end of the season he was coming to the end of his uh, contract. And if we wanted to get anything out of him and, and get rid of him, we would have done it at the deadline. You'd think. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot factors into that. Who's calling on him, and and so on and so forth. But um, but yeah, I I was just curious to get your guys' thoughts on that and. Another thing, this is kind of shifting subjects a little bit, but, you know, talking a little bit more about the coach now, I don't know why this is, this keeps happening, but like, I thought it was a joke when they, when people first brought it up, but it's, it's getting more traction and it's really annoying. Are you guys hearing that? Like the Babcock as, as another, no, um, no, oh, I haven't heard no, that. Oh no, that's fucking no. I've, I've, no. I've seen it at least four times now. Wow. I'm, I'm calling it right now. No, I, I, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. There's no chance that I could see that happening, but I don't understand. Dude, honestly, if that happens, I might, I might be a Vegas Golden Knight fan. <laughs> Our podcast just turns to be a huge Vegas fan. No, <laughs> Connor, Connor and I stay on wing sauce and Dustin goes to like night central or something like that. Night sauce. He just doesn't join. He just doesn't night join sauce. the first half of the podcast where we talk Red Wings. Yeah. Transition. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys. Time to talk some good yeah. hockey. Yeah. I don't know if we want to say the the Knights are playing oh, good hockey. I know. I I, I I just fucking punched myself with a gun on that one. Fuck it. That's a whole nother thing. Man, that's a dumpster fire over there. Holy shit, dude. It's oh, man. It's like it's like the opposite, right? The Red Wings are finally on the up and up, and now the, now the Vegas Gold Knights are just a shit storm. It's like, god damn it. They still they still are in an okay spot if they could quickly rate the ship this offseason. If well, they yeah. come out next year. They, I mean, they're it's not well, they got rid of the coach and the GM, roster. I'm pretty sure, didn't they? Or just the coach? They get rid of DeBoer? Yeah, they got rid of DeBoer. Yeah, there we go. I thought, oh, I, saw, yeah, I, thought I saw the GM, though. Was the GM not fired? Oh, maybe. I don't know. May, I might just be thinking Should've that been. because he shut, yeah, that's what, maybe that's what it is, Connor. I'm just <laughs> thinking, well, I kind of should have. Um, so, yeah, we'll see about that. We do have a lot of um, contracts coming in or ending. Um, Grace's contract ends. That weird Hellberg guy we signed that played one game. Mm-hmm. We're getting rid of the Kaiser. Stall won't be re-signed again. Gagne won't be re-signed again. Eh. Would we re-sign Gagne to a fucking like $850,000 deal again? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. It, it all it, depends on the, the young guys who... What, need are, roster spots? Well, mm-hmm. not only that, but also like that, that veteran leadership, you know? Because like, do you, do you still count... Um, do you count Bertuzzi... And Larkin as veterans in yep. the league now, where they yep. can groom these younger guys. Yep, I think um, so. I think, I think so. so. Yeah. yeah, they're at that. They're at that they're point not, in their not. careers there where I think they are a veteran player. They're a vet. Yeah, and at some point, but they're still point, learning to themselves trans- too. 
yeah and i think like people are going to be learning they're not nobody's going to be 38 years old and you know yeah, have yeah. that experience that those older guys do but um at some point i think we need to transition the mindset or, or i do anyway that we have these uh veterans that are playing not the best hockey but are good for the team i think we need to find some of the big splash signings that are veterans that are still uh like lower you know 30 years old or whatever or at least some guys that are maybe high 20s late in their 20s and get away from like the third fourth line veterans and into like a top six veteran that we're paying a bunch yeah so we can learn from the the good guy and transition the team into like hey we're we're starting to build the win now and not have like these okay well we were rebuilding let's get Gagne in here he can teach the younger guys let's get like somebody really good in here that could teach the younger guys and we're paying eight million a year yeah yeah it's I, it's it's gonna be an interesting off season see to, just to see what direction Eiserman goes I mean it's it's mm-hmm. coming quick right um it's already the end of May uh we have yeah, I wonder if they're waiting for playoffs to end or for what just, or like just like I, I don't hear, I just don't hear rumblings from anybody. And I know that we, there's a time period where they they have to wait. And you're talking um, about and all just in general, just in general about yeah. coaches, about players, yeah. about free agents. Like uh, free agency doesn't open up until June. No, July, July first. July first. Thank you. Yeah. I think la- it wasn't last year yeah. in June though. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think it may have been pushed to later because the okay. Um, yeah. So July. Is you typically the- just hear. You just hear typically hear like rumblings about yeah, something. Yeah. I know Eiserman, so he might be Rumors the most and... you know close to close to his chest is um, anybody that we've seen. So I don't really expect it from the wings, but even from other. I mean, I, I hear stuff here and there through through Twitter and just some of the Elliot Friedmans of the world, but um, really not too much. So it's kind of just been focused on playoff hockey right now, as it should. But keeping an ear to the ear to the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh, what else we got, boys? Anything? I, I think I think that that pretty much summed it up right there. I like it. Cool. Um, like I said, hockey today at one thirty. One thirty three is one thirty three thirty eight something like we got three games. One thirty three thirty and nine thirty. When am I going to cut Wait, them on? They're not nine thirty. Yeah, nine thirty. <laughs> Wait, eight 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 o'clock. Have Dabby eight. do it. Eight. It's have Tim do it. Oh, I saw you got around the course <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, yeah, Friday. There was twilight. Um, it was great. It was, we played, it was a four person scramble. We nice. came in third place. Let's go. Uh, which is pretty sweet. And they were put the, the, the two girls we were playing with. So Demery and then, um, my, like just a person in the neighborhood, a couple, they were just sinking putts left and right. And they always, they were always going first. I think, I think I hit or maybe putt like twice because they were just making them and we're like, all right, well, let's go. This is awesome. So yeah, it was great. It was a good time. Perfect Not- night. Nice. As far as temperature wise. Well, this week's supposed to be rainy, so hopefully that passes and we can all play some golf. I know. I know. It'd be great to get out there today, actually. But and anything else, boys? We'll no. All right, let's get the puck out of here and we'll see you next week. See ya.